Welcome to the Darren Sargent Show. This is your host, Darren Sargent. In episode nine, we are going to be talking about the subject of shifting. Now stay tuned. And if it sounds a little bit different today, it's because I don't have my fancy microphone in front of me. I'm actually recording this from a car with my phone headset. Old school podcasting coming your way right here on the Darren Sargent Show. I would openly admit that physics was not my strongest subject back in my high school days. Actually, I'm not really sure what my strong subject was, but anyway, that's a topic for another day. But I do recall something I learned, Newton's first law of motion. Newton's first law of motion states objects at rest tend to stay at rest and objects in motion tend to stay in motion with the same speed and in the same direction unless acted upon by an outside force. The fact is that we, every one of us that are listening to this today, are creatures of habit, and we tend to get set in our ways. Whether those ways are positive, whether they're negative, we all have habits that we have formed over time. Now, when we find a place of comfort and contentment, we are most likely to remain there until some outside force can compel and convince us to move. Perhaps the most prominent character of the New Testament outside of Jesus Christ was a prolific leader and visionary by the name of Paul. Actually, in our first introduction, his name is Saul, and he is a terrifying figure who is persecuting those that are preaching and declaring Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 8, verse 3, Saul is described as ravaging the church, a word which is used of violent actions in war. The Bible tells us that Paul was zealous in his persecution of the church, thinking that he was doing what was right. Had there been no outside force to act upon his life, he would have continued to violently oppose this new growing church. Yet Acts chapter 9 informs us that while he was on a road leading to Damascus, an outside force did indeed act upon Paul. That outside force appeared as a bright light and an audible voice that would soon be identified as Jesus, the very one whose preaching Paul had been working to eradicate. I challenge you to read the story in Acts chapter 9. It's a powerful conversion story. The outside force of the power of Jesus would literally change the direction of Paul, and he would become one of the greatest proponents and propagators of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That experience alone brought about an unmistakable and undeniable shift in Paul's life. Now, as many of you know, I grew up in Idaho in farm country, and back then, you could obtain your driver's license at the ripe old age of 14. Now, mind you, this was only a daytime driver's license, but when you are 14 and you have wheels, hold on. It was awesome. Now, if you know me being born with one hand, you would think my parents would baby me and comfort me and, and coddle me and try to make it a bit easier on me while I was growing up, but they didn't. And I am so extremely thankful they didn't. 
My dad traded some work for my first car, and I can remember him bringing it home. I was standing at the window looking down the dirt road that led back to our house thinking, is it going to be a Trans Am with, with the Trans Am Firebird symbol or whatever that was on the hood? Is it going to be a four-wheel drive truck with huge tires? Needless to say, I was somewhat surprised when he drove into the lane with an avocado green Datsun B210 station wagon. <laughs> and to top it off, it was a stick shift. Now, I remember saying, Dad, um, this is a stick shift, and I'm uh, not sure if you're aware of this or not. I only have one hand. And he looked at me and said, I know, son, but you are going to learn to drive on a manual transmission. Again, I am so thankful he did that. I remember him taking me out to drive down the country roads there in Idaho where all I really needed to worry about when it came to traffic was tractors and cows in the road. But the one thing that stood out to me early on was as you are moving forward, you had to learn to shift. There were a few times I thought I was going to blow the engine up because I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with the concept of shifting gears. Now, beyond learning to merge into the lane with a herd of cattle loose from the grazing field, I also had to learn dealing with the challenge of moving the car forward without giving the passengers that were with me whiplash. I can recall that once I had finally got the car moving in the direction it needed to go, I would then begin focusing on merging into traffic and the vehicles around me, and the engine of the car would sound as if it were about to explode, and my dad would patiently yet firmly remind me that it was time to shift gears. Increased momentum calls for an additional shift. Let me say that again. Increased momentum calls for an additional shift. If you're listening to this podcast today, you may feel like your life has veered down some paths that you never intended to go down and you can find yourself battling regret, remorse, or perhaps you are what Newton described as an object at rest. You lack motivation and desire in your life. My hope is that in this podcast episode, in some small way, this can be an outside force to nudge you to shift. We are all created to move forward. But in that movement, there has to be some shifts. Lean forward into the destiny that God has been preparing for your life. The growing frustration some of you may feel right now and dissatisfaction with where your life is right now may be God simply telling you, you know what? It's time to shift gears. I'm wanting you to move forward. You're growing. You're becoming. I'm talking to every single one of you today. Get in the car and shift gears. From a car in the middle of nowhere, this is Darren Sargent. Have an awesome day.